What's up, everyone? This is Drinks with Drea. I am your host, Drea. Today, I have two very, 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 very special guests. My two beautiful daughters, Jalen and Jalea. Jalen and Jalea, say hi. What up? Hey. Oh, that was dry. So, because this is a special episode with my two beautiful babies, our drink of choice will be... Kool-Aid! Kool-Aid. With nothing in it. Or... Water. There we go. So, we're going to... What? It's abstinence, but what the heck does that have to do with anything? Stay, stay in school, kids. Don't drink, don't drive. What? Be innocent. Girl, first of all, kids are not listening to this podcast. That's first and foremost. Second of all, it's abstinence. And abstinence. yes, and we're drinking water, not Kool Aid. We ain't got no water. Oh water. my god. <laughs> I don't know if this was a good idea, but we're gonna go ahead and, and continue on anyway. So. Okay, so right now, as we're recording a podcast, my daughter has interrupted us to tell me that we're going to Sonics. Jayla, can you explain why is it that we need to go to Sonics? What did you just see that made you halt? Ice cream and fried Oreos. I used to make them all the time, but now I don't make them anymore because I have to be a healthy little girl. Okay, so they want... What? Stay innocent. Can you stop with all the the banging of the brush that's going to be picked up in sound? Oh my God. Don't make me start this podcast over. Okay. I have to get these girls together. But I thought it was was important to, to bring my daughters on board because, you know, it's interesting to see the world from a child's point of view. Um, you know, one of my daughters is 10 and the other's about a month away from being 15. Oh my God, I got a 15 year old. Any parent out there with teenagers, trust me, I get it. Some days she's like the sweetest little sweetie pie who just blossoms before your eyes. And sometimes I just want to kick her. I just want to kick her. She knows this. And sometimes I think she wants to kick me. But we're going to get through this teenage phase together and we're going to come out on the winning end. Ain't that right, baby? All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about with you guys today is, um, what was that? I said, send me this picture. Oh my God. We're recording a podcast. You're so disruptive. Sheesh. So it's interesting, um, when dealing with young humans, my kids are young humans and they are, um, evolving in a world that's kind of interesting if you think about it. Um, because, you know, when I think about the current climate today, I, I almost feel like I'm getting a glimpse of what it may have felt like living in the sixties. And I know, you know, I'm not going to be unrealistic and say that, oh, this reminds me of the pre civil rights era or what Martin Luther King has gone through, but just the blatant, um, racism, the blatant disregard of people who aren't like you, the blatant, um, just carelessness that we're seeing in the world today. And I don't know if that's trickling down to our kids, but I know it's dangerous and it's irresponsible to push hatred to your children. Even certain things that I see, I try not to comment on around them because I don't want to shape how they view the world. But it, but regardless of what I say or don't say, they're experiencing life on their own. So what I wanted to talk about with you girls is 
what do you think about the current climate? And in this way, when I say climate, I mean just the atmosphere around us, the world. What do you feel about racism? What do you feel about um, different races of people? What are your thoughts on that? Oh my God. Y'all are bad listeners. Okay, let's try this again. We're living in a world where things are just changing from when I was smaller. You know, I I feel like. Mom, I just want the question. Okay. 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 I'm going to try not to start this podcast over. Basically, what, what, you're in high school now. So, what are you seeing when it comes to, um, race relations amongst people of different backgrounds. I know that you're in a predominantly black and Hispanic school. Um, and I know that there's a few kids, um, you know, that may be Asian or white kind of sprinkled in there, but what do you think about race relations as it relates directly to your experience as a teenager? Well, I don't have a problem with no other race. Like I get along with everyone. Everyone get along with me. I haven't really went through any that will make me be like, oh, I don't like this race. Mm. So you're getting, you know, you're 14, you'll be 15 soon. Um, our agreement was that, you know, when you're 16, you sh- you'll be able to date, even though I hope that you kind of say, you know what, mom, I don't think I want to do that. But <sighs> we'll, we'll see and we'll pray about that. But regarding dating, could you see yourself dating someone of a different race? Does that even play into, you know, who you're attracted to? I really see myself with a black man or someone with black in them. Yeah. Like someone who may be mixed? Yeah. Okay. Jalea. So I remember when you were probably around six. Okay, we're going to pause this podcast because Jaleel's about to get a whooping. No. no. <laughs> get it together. Okay. All right. Get it all the way together. Okay, all right. All right? Uh-huh. You ready? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Come closer to the microphone. Uh-huh. So is my 10-year-old fourth grader. I'm actually the same questions that I asked your sister. As it comes to race how does that play into your experience in school? Do you find yourself um, being treated differently by people of different races? Do you find yourself interacting with people differently? Does it matter to you? Do you see color? What's your experience like as a 10-year-old? Um, I want to say my teacher uh, is very racist. I don't, I don't know if you mean that. I do because like, like if I have, I wouldn't say racist, but I would just say ignorant. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, um, every time a black person raises their hand, and it has to be one white person that's raising their hand also as well, she always go for the white person because she assumes that they know, and then they always answer with a stupid question. And then, the teacher's always, like, you know, she's rude. She's very rude. She doesn't let me hurt out. She's looking at me weirdly. And she's rude and disrespectful. And to all the white kids and Mexican kids, she's like... Julie, I'm going to have to exit this whole segment <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about right now. Don't feel pressured. Say that again. Me neither. Say it. Me neither. 
Okay, so I think she's just feeling pressured to say something. So we're just going to disregard all of that. I don't know if I'm going to actually delete it out of it because she was just funny to me. But Jalea, don't feel like you have to put on the show. Just answer the question. You have what races of people in your school? All Mexican and all the teachers are white. Okay, so it's predominantly Mexican with black kids and white teachers for the most part. So, you know... Do you have friends that aren't black? Um, I have one friend that is not black. Okay. Do you think there's any difference between that friend and any of your other friends? No, because she's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're not even close to a dating age yet, but um, do you one think... Year. Um, and I, I don't know if I actually said this part, but I, uh, I meant to say it, but I, it didn't come out. So basically a few years ago, maybe when you were like six years old and, you know, we were talking about mommy dating and et cetera. And you like, mommy, you should marry a white man or you should marry a Hispanic man. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why would you say that? And and can you share why you wanted me to marry someone that was uh, Hispanic or white? I just wanted to go to my classroom and then have my baby brother come out. Oh, this is my baby brother, y'all. He white, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. My kids are a little ratchet sometimes. I really but... just wanted to say class. Well, the reason she gave me was that she wanted us to have a multi-racial family and, um, you know, have different people around, not just black people. But I think, you know, she probably don't even remember saying it at this point. But I thought that was an interesting um acts for you know four or five six year old I don't even know how old you were at that but time dad's right. she probably likes okay. that dad's okay okay she's five five ish she was very young I know I think she was at uh Sunnyside at that point but anyway Mm-mm. she was probably at Jefferson's no so my Jalea right now is walking around with a um fuzzy I guess uh, I think it's called a Sherpa a burgundy Sherpa with some pajama shorts that she literally just um, hiked all the way up and made it look like she just had legs and a full face of makeup right now. And if you're wondering, you know, what we're doing, it's an Arctic blast going on or a polar vortex going on outside in Chicago right now. And they have not been in school all week and they're driving me crazy. And because they're home, I'm home. So why not take the time to go forth and and uh go ahead and get a get an episode in so basically you know from my oldest she's saying hey i don't have any problem with people i see them for what they are but at this point in her life she sees herself dating a black man now of course she's too young to really know what she likes um but as she grow older i'm sure she'll have experiences that that may alter and change it's just i don't you know, I, I'm not going to influence or encourage it one way or the other. I just want them to find partners that treat them well. One of the things I tell Jalen, what did I tell you recently when it comes to boys as far as who who's the prize in that situation? You said, um, I'm the prize. Exactly. I didn't necessarily go out. Do I tell the story or no? You can tell the story maybe. No names. No names. Okay. Go ahead. So, because we're not trying to get sued. Bar- no. Okay, so uh, I was telling my mother about a boy that I am interested in. 
So as a friend. <clears throat> so um she was just saying, I'm scared because I don't want you to um lose yourself trying to chase for a guy. But I had to tell her <clears throat> I'm a G. So uh, <laughs> like uh I'm not focus on no boy so like it, he had to come to my attention I wasn't looking for him he was looking for me so I thought to tell her that but like I started to get interested cause I was like ah oh, okay you're nice and stuff and I, I already knew my, me and my mother had many talks many 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 many, many okay. talks okay. about this cause she wanted to make sure that no mishaps happen Nothing goes wrong. We're trying to get our education here. Nothing, nothing, no surprises, no nothing. No distractions. No distractions. And I'm telling her, I'm not distracted by anything because I have my eye on the prize. And I'm trying to go to college. Mm -hmm. So, um, So, basically, I was telling her how this boy wants to meet her. And my father, he wants to meet both of them. And I was like, that's a good idea. Because me and my mom always been talking about, she want to know who I'm hanging around. So I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe you should meet her, you know? So, yeah, I was talking to her about it. And she was like, I just want you to know that, I want you to know that you're the prize. That it's an honor for him to be with you. Exactly. You're the prize, not the guy. I see a lot of women now, they feel so lucky that this particular man is giving them attention. And don't get me wrong, it feels good to be loved by a good man. But at the end of the day, you're a good woman too. You have something that you're bringing to the table too. And, you know, him having you, the Bible says, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't say she who finds a husband. So not to diminish the value of men, but as you grow older, don't get caught up. You know, sometimes women find themselves in compromising positions because I don't want to lose his affection and I don't want to lose his attention. Don't be afraid to lose the lose the attention of a guy that ain't respecting you. You know, if he can't put you first, and, and these are things that I learned later in life. Y'all young, get this now so that you don't have to go through unnecessary ups and downs and bad relationships and, and abusive situations because, oh, well, he, bu- you know, bust me in my eye, but he really loves me. A man who loves you is not going to physically assault you, period. Or cheat on you or hurt you. Or cheat on you or hurt you and and all of these different things. So while you're 10 and and that should be the furthest thing from your mind and while you're 14, almost 15, it's coming into your mind. Just keep that part because if you have your value in place and you know what what you bring to the table and what your worth is... Nobody can ever take that from you. You're not going to be rocking around here wanting to fight other women over boys or, you know, acting a fool. It's not. We got to stop humiliating ourselves as young women when it comes to these guys. And I want to instill that in you guys early. So I pray that you're listening. You know, it says that. I stay listening. That's what's up. We haven't really had that conversation just yet, Julia. You supposed to been had conversation. I've been getting this conversation since I was six. <laughs> we have conversations. I tell you about that as well, don't I? Don't, don't do that. I do tell you that you the prize. You know what you tell and me? And I tell you you got time for boy. What do I tell you? 
he'll, he'll be like, make sure you be watching your back because you don't want to snatch you. You don't want to be raping Nah, you. I never got what? that talk. Remember you gave me that talk? That's the only thing you talking to me about. So yeah, you don't, so want, you don't want nobody to take her. No, most time you told That's because she wanders talking. off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wander off all the time. No, I, when do I wander off? Girl, don't make me bring up that story when we was in Walmart and you ran off thinking I was going to chase you and I let let you be. Then you came coming around the corner looking like you had been abused. <laughs> I was like, I bet your little butt won't run, go off again. I remember we <laughs> were the best bag I ran off. Okay, we're off topic. Then. I know. We always going to be off topic. But anyway, so that's interesting that you guys don't seem to have had any poor experiences with other races and that's good and I want you guys to keep that you know I've I've had some stories that I don't want to just share because it's like I don't want you to go into getting to know people based on my experiences you know those are this is a different time and I think as adults and as parents we got to keep our you know our things that may not be so pretty away from our children as far as you know I've had racist experiences, but they have not just yet. And they may at some point have them and they have to experience it for themselves. But I don't want them to go into a situation expecting the worst. And we have to stop. You know, that's why we see a lot of people um, instilling racism in their children because you're selling the stereotype. Oh, this is how this group of people is. No, get to know them for yourself and form your own opinion. But don't be nobody's fool. I know a lot of white people who are not like that and actually sees color mm-hmm. and be like oh I understand saying like my teacher Mr. Itiak well he's Mexican okay you we said no names oh uh <laughs> Mr. A shout out to my world history teacher uh huh sorry brother you don't even know what you was about to say so I let's let's know. let's just move on let's just move on cause y'all y'all being messy be in love messy y'all. right now. Y'all. Yeah, y'all. What did I say? I ain't saying no names. You too busy looking at yourself in the mirror to say anything. What's I'm wrong too busy with feeling yourself? Ain't nothing wrong with feeling yourself, but we doing our <laughs> podcast right now. Anyway, these kids are crazy. My um, okay, so moving on to another subject. Before we move on, I just want to remind everyone that I am here with my 14-year-old and my 10-year-old and our drink of choice on Drinks with Drea. What is it? Drinks. Water. What is my name on my podcast? Drinks with Drea. Yeah. Podcast. We're drinking agua. Water. I'm not drinking. Ice cold water. You don't have to tell them. They don't know. They don't see us. We're drinking water. Wink, wink. All right. Okay, that's enough. Stop. Okay. <laughs> that just went left. All right. So let's move on to another subject. Let's talk about Soldier Boy. Soulja now, Boy. who that? Soulja oh Boy God! Up here. I only know his one song, Soldier Boy. Oh, what's that? You watch me roll. Watch me. You know, you know, y'all trick y'all. Okay, relax. Yeah, relax. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, relax. Be quiet. Okay, relax. So, Soldier Boy isn't my generation. He's after my generation, but he's before your generation. And you know, he, there's a big debate about whether Soldier Boy is a legend. So, being that you guys are part of this current generation of young people who consume the music from YouTube and, and, and new artists, etc. In your opinion, and I'm more speaking to Jalen because I don't even think this is Jalea's generation. No, but in your opinion, Jalen, is Soldier Boy a legend? Yeah. No. 
Yes, Jill, you don't understand. Like, Soulja Boy was the first to ever go on YouTube and put that music No, out. you want to tell me who the first is? Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson. Girl, we're not even <laughs> We already first. know the people before us are legends, but... You know, you know, a lot of times people don't get that legend title until years later. You know what I'm saying? When we're older, we realize this person has really made an impact. And based on what Soldier Boy recently said, have you guys been following, you know, what's going on in the world as far as Soldier Boy and him kind of having his moments? I think he's Not a really. maniac. You think he's a maniac? Yeah. Why? Because he's delusional. Why is he delusional? Because he talk about Tiger. When Tiger make better songs. Tiger? Yeah. Tiger? Yeah. The same dude that was in the video. <laughs> <laughs> Rack City Tiger. Yeah. But what 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 you said? I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying something. <laughs> Jalen, go but ahead. Everything Tiger did, it just really reminded me of what Jason Derulo did. And, and, Jason and what did Jason Derulo do? You remember that? You remember that? Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Drake. La, la, la. That sounds just like a uh, taste, taste. You can get a taste. How? That do not Listen, sound it like. Do like I, it's like, and then like, like you It's like Tiger's doing the same thing other people did. So I'm just like, I, I'm not knocking him down. Like, yeah, he did have a good com- comeback. Tiger and Soldier Boy, I say they didn't have a good comeback because I didn't even know Soldier Boy dropped anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I say that, but. I think, I this think point, it's Meek Mill. I'm just say that Meek Mill had the best comeback. I agree with you, but we're not really talking about who had the best the best comeback right Jill now. I know just brought it up. But, like, yeah, I say Soulja Boy is a legend because he did. He started everything. Like, you wouldn't even think about putting music on YouTube. How you old probably, is Soulja you, Boy? Like, back then, you probably... I have like, no idea. Probably, like, late 20s now. Okay, then. No, he ain't no legend. He ain't no legend. Then he only been in world for so long. Girl, that don't mean nothing. Just, my I just Chris realized. Chris Brown a legend. And he only like 20 something. Because he look old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did y'all just say Chris Brown look old? No, she just said Chris Brown look old. Chris Brown look like a young And Soldier Boy look like Crackhead Bobby. So you can't even say nothing about that. He old. I don't think you want to talk about people. Because you know you be the first to get your feelings hurt. So You put on when you about to rob people? Never heard of these things. This thing so, is so to you, he's a legend. To you, you really don't even know. She don't know nothing. You don't know the history that he was the first person to blow up on YouTube. The first rapper to have content on YouTube. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not interesting. Okay. She so, was in that Nicki Minaj. No, I was in that Tupac era. state. Tupac. Oh, you don't know nothing about Tupac. <laughs> You don't know you a even thing. Know none of his lyrics. About you don't know Tupac. None of all but, of but, but but speaking of Tupac, we just watched the movie The Hate You 
give, right? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know about y'all out there, but I've mm-hmm. never known that Thug Life stood for the hate you give little infants Fs everyone. And of course, I'm not going to say what the F is because I'm here with my kids, but uh, the hate you give life. little infants Fs everyone. And I think that I never do this, but I think it, it's so true because even if you look at I didn't follow Tupac like that. And I think it's just interesting because um, when you think about, um, you know, it was a video probably last year where the cops approached a 10-year-old boy and they approached him and they drew his their guns. And I don't remember the reason why, but I remember the little boy ended up, you know, using the bathroom on himself. And, and that's probably going to stick with him for the rest of his life. You know, he's going to always... Be fearful of police. So when you see these young boys taking off when the cop is coming, you got to think about what they're giving, what some of these officers are doing to the young people in the community to create a poor relationship. And when I think about this, I think about Officer Tommy Norman in, I believe, Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. And if you don't know who he is, um, please look him up. I think he's Officer T. Norman or T. Norman on Instagram. I don't know, but it'll be pretty easy to find him because he's very well known. And this is the guy that goes out and, and gets on the slip and slide with the kids. He's the guy that takes donations on their behalf. He's the guy that goes around giving ice cream on a hot day. And all of these kids, if you just watch a few of his videos, the older people, the people that may have... um other kind of impairments or challenges the children they absolutely love this man and he's absolutely respected and because of his consistency even the people who may traditionally get in trouble like some of the young teens or young adults they respect him enough to where if they know he's around they'll make sure that there's nothing going on that'll cause him to have to really address certain situations so the respect level for this man is there um And I think that what he's doing in his community should be adopted across the board. Every officer, first of all, I think they need to do some type of uh, aptitude test of some sort to determine what are these people, you know, what are these officers' views on people of a different race? Because no racist person should be... You know, no racist white man should police a black community. If you know in your heart you have no care in the world, you have a bad perception of black people, that should not be the area that you're policing in. Because it's amazing to me how you can see the different videos of how a black suspect is treated versus a white suspect. And a lot of times, you know, it's always presumed the worst when the suspect is black. But you give the benefit of doubt to the one that is white and that's not fair and when you start a child off that early showing them treating them like a criminal they won't trust you they will lose value they will lose hope and they will become a terror to society and I think as parents we play a part in that and so does the the people who are responsible for monitoring our community um so I think I just need to get that off my chest but as far as you two go what did you guys think about the movie? You know, it was a lot going on. Um, of course, the movie is based around a young girl who lives in a hood but goes to school in a predominantly white neighborhood. And she has a friend that she came up with who um, 
ends up being killed by police by for just grabbing his brush. And in that movie, we see a lot of what we see today, which is basically there was no accountability for what that man had done. So what do you guys think? What did you guys think about that movie? How does that make you feel um, just as far as your relationship or your perception with the police? I still, when I was younger, like I didn't have a problem with the police. I didn't really see the police. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't really see anything with bad with the police. I always came in encounter with good police, nice policemen who say hello to your neighbors and to you. Like, I always came in encounter with those. So that's why I never had a problem calling the police on people or um, just saying hello to the police. I never really realized um, there were bad police until... I think 2016. Okay. What happened in 2016? Was it... What happened? All those police allegations came out. Okay. And started to see everything. Yeah, I think that might be the difference is you started to see it. Because things... Like, if you go back to the Rodney King... Are you familiar with Rodney King? Yeah. There, I mean, they did happen to catch that on recording, but... A lot of times, it was still a lot of stuff that happens that we'll never see. And sometimes black men catch hell because people don't believe them. What do you mean that, you know, the police aren't treating you fairly or that they're harassing you? And now we're starting to see, oh, wait, they really do pull black people over two times more than anyone else. They really do, you know, um, put people in jail by force. You know, uh, we've heard of situations where people are beaten, um by the police and forced um, to confess the things that they didn't do. And we're seeing that now with all these people being let go and having to be paid by the state because someone forced them to to confess to something that they didn't do. And we're seeing more and more of that stuff happening. We're seeing DNA-free people. We're seeing things that's just showing maybe maybe what they've been trying to push down our throats for the last couple decades isn't true about black men. They're no more of a criminal than anybody else. But even think about a reality show. They're putting people in specific scenarios and then watching them react to it. That's the type of stuff that's been happening to the black community for a long time. You put us in a a poor neighborhood. You take our jobs away. You pump drugs and guns into our community and say, let's see what they do with it. You're creating the environment and then telling us to react to it versus allowing us to build things on our own and, and... you know, when you go back to like the drug era, I'm pretty sure most of the people who've done crack didn't know that this would affect their family for the rest of their lives. And then now we have a full generation of fatherless children and, and what affects, what impacts that has had on the current generation. So we just got a lot of stuff and I know that's heavy for a 14 year old and a, and a 10 year old, but um, Jalea, what were your thoughts about the movie? You didn't really understand it. So now the second Sonics commercial has come on, and now they have tater tots and burgers. Oh my gosh, we going! I don't care. How I don't know if they wasn't so expensive. They're yeah. not expensive. <laughs> they, yeah, you could hide dogs. Hey, hey, sure, the we're recording a podcast. Oh my god, oh, burger costs two ninety nine. 
Okay. So I'm losing, they're losing focus right now. So I'm going to go ahead and start the process of wrapping this up because I have crazy kids, as you can tell. But before I go, um, I just want to give you two the opportunity to speak about whatever it is that you want to talk about. So Jalea, we'll go ahead and get started with you. What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? What do you think is important for our audience to know? Uh, play this to make time so you can get money. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. And Jalen, what did you want to share with I'm the audience? I'm speak from the heart, you know. I just feel like to a message to everyone, any age, um, you only live once. You only live once that you remember. So if you have a dream out there, chase it. I know this is going to sound corny, but chase it and believe it because... It's a lot of people, a lot of people in that past that been through stuff and didn't get to really live their life how they wanted. So I know like it's people out there say, don't do this, can't do this. Make experiences for yourself and believe in yourself. And if that means you have to do things that some people might approve, might not approve of, do it if you believe in it. And I just want you to know, Jalen's on your side, and I believe and I will approve of anything you do as long as it makes you happy, healthy, and safe. And give and every, doesn't hurt anyone else. And give every uh, new day a meaning. Give every day a new meaning, you know? All right. All right. Well, thank you, girls, for joining me. This was a, another episode, episode two of Drinks with Drea. Again, our drink of choice today has been water. Even though they're not drinking water right now, we're going to go ahead and make them at least drink a bottle within the next two to three hours because you need to get your water in. Thank you guys once again for joining us and have a wonderful day.